Going In Raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl Sasha Banks, legit boss, but you're watching Going In Raw. Like that? What's up? This is the most must see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, friend L. Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, and available wherever fine podcasts are, including yeah, the Castbox right. podcast app. That's correct. A great partnership with Castbox right now. It's a free, we do. It's a free app for both uh, iOS and Android devices. Uh, a great way to support Going In Raw. Download that. Uh, give us a subscription. Hit the subscribe button. And then, uh, what, what, what's your, <laughs> see, man, you, you make a big deal about, I don't make a deal about anything. You make a big, everybody deal else about makes it. a deal about it. You, you're projecting, you make a big deal about it. I see, I just, for a deal. people ask, Hey, me, let's talk about a real deal. Adam mayhem is your H champion, your H champion, my H champion. What a great day. Don't slam great on the day. desk. I can't contain my enthusiasm. Your, we, I am proud, proud. The Adam Mayhem is our H champion. Are you? You're a mark is what you are. Am I proud? I'm proud of uh, the night we had the other night. I thought it was a great You're night. You're dodging the question. want to say thanks to yes, uh, that I agree with. Virgil Flynn the yes, Third absolutely. and Virgil Flynn the Third Productions. Yes. Everybody was exceedingly nice yes. there. Uh, everybody was. It was fantastic. They let us film uh, episode the big episode four mm -hmm. of uh, Friendo Road. That should be coming. You're handling duties. Yeah, I'll be up this weekend. I get the next story arc. Yeah. So I'm in charge. It's now. fine. Yeah. Uh, so that's very exciting. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to what you can do with, with what we shot. We got everybody was uh, Joey Ryan was amazing. Leva Bates was yes. amazing. Yes. Um, so big shout out to AJ. Yes. Kirsch. Thank uh, you to everybody fantastic. who made it possible. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, um, as you said, thank you to Adam Mayhem. Here he is for, for pulling out I'm the wind. <laughs> Oops. What is going what on? What the there? hell happened there? That wasn't the one that I wanted. Hold that on. was weird. I wanted this one right here. Why is it not showing up? What's going on there? The world doesn't want Adam Mayhem. Oh hey. my God! No, it's not me. It's literally. Well, that's fine. I have the shirt on. Um, uh, for those who uh, who who got to see it, uh, the stream via uh, Hoodslam.tv. Hopefully, I, I you really enjoy the match. Out. I want to. I want to see this. I'm picture. bummed out too. It's an incredible picture. It's the moment when uh, I congratulated my guy Adam Mayhem and picking up that H title, and you're. Stand next to him. Oh, mm, so grumpy, upset. Ooh. Uh, yeah, you've been grumpy too if your guy didn't win. I've seen you grumpy. You literally storm out of here whenever I beat you at a video game. This was actual stakes. This was actually, and on top of that, it happened via Leva Bates Swerve. It's great. So, no, it wasn't great. It's None of it was great. great. It's great. He, now he's, I don't even know where the H championship is. Shouldn't it stay here at our headquarters? He's just out and about with it. Well, God knows what he's, he's doing. He's our champion. We should trust him with it. There it is. Look at oh this idiot. Oh no, it's great. Look at that. I look so sad right there. I'm oh, he's so, so annoying. Happy. God, I'm he's so, so happy. annoying. 
I can't it's contain so my enthusiasm. I'm so happy. Congratulations, Adam Mayhem. Yeah. Really happy for you. Congratulations. It's great. It's, it's, it is what it is. I mean, look, man, it's just whoever we got to get. We got to line up. We. The next, ch- the next challenger to take that thing off him. I have my guy. Uh, what, you just don't want him to fight anybody? That doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, you have How are you going to make any money off a belt that never gets defended? Pass that Larson. to Brock Lesnar. <laughs> All right, let's launch into our first story. Yes, Brock Lesnar, he might be fighting in the octagon before he's fighting the WWE ring again because he showed up at UFC 226, storming the cage after new heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier oh, called look, him out. I bought these guys popcorn, too. Oh, yeah, I, that was I great. I was true to my word. I was true to my word. See, that was such a good segue that we just did there. I didn't want to interrupt you, but there was more I had to say about the ah. night, about Saturday night, how great it was. It was a great night. These fellas came up to me. They said, Steve, where's my popper? They said it jokingly. There was two more guys, too. Said, hey. No, there was, there was one friendo who's wearing a friendo shirt yeah. who I was talking to, yeah. and I mentioned that you're going off buying some people popcorn, and I said, do you want popcorn? Yeah. We'll get you popcorn, too. Yeah, so you led him my way while I was yeah. talking to two friends, yeah, two yeah, friendos yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Bought them popcorn, bought a couple more guys popcorn. Yeah. Well, so. I gave you some money to buy pop. So we bought some people popcorn. You stood in line, actually paid for it. The five of those dollars were my dollars. Yes, they were. They were your dollars. You're taking all the credit for buying popcorn. Please continue with the broadcast anyway, story. So uh, Daniel Cormier is your new uh, heavyweight champion. Um, after the match, he called out Brock. He's the new double champion. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's a light heavyweight champion, too. Brock came into the cage, uh, immediately shoved DC. Yep. Uh, DC says, uh, you shove me now, go to sleep later. It's mm-hmm. good trash talk. Yeah. Uh, 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 Lesnar grabbed the mic from Joe Rogan. Uh-huh. Well, he grabbed Joe Rogan's arm. Yeah. And grabbed the mic, pulled it close to him, and called, uh, uh, he said, like, the, the heavyweight division was essentially, mm-hmm. I'm not using his exact wording, but he pretty much said the heavyweight uh, division was crap. Mm-hmm. Um, he said uh, a couple people were... Pieces of poop. Mm-hmm, yeah. He used a stronger word than poop. He said the heavyweight division is, did he call it a sham? I think he called it a sham. Oh, I mean, that's what it was. He said, well, he said the heavyweight division is a disaster. Uh, and then he called, uh, what's the name of the dude who just got beat? Oh, uh, Steve. Miochik. Miochik. Who was standing in the octagon when, when Cormier was doing his interview. So he might have still been there when Lesnar came in. Yeah. So Lesnar called him a piece of poop. A, a piece of doo-doo. Yeah. A piece of doggy doo-doo. And, and then, then he says... Somebody uh, else is a piece of doggy yeah, doo-doo. Yeah, they said, Cormier, I'm coming for you, MFR. Yeah. Uh, so this is coming from a guy who won one crap fight on roids in the past... Six years. I mean, like, here's the thing. This might, be, might have been the best promo that Brock Lesnar done his entire career. And oh, then afterwards, for sure. he shoved the microphone. Joe Rogan's hand is still attached to the microphone right into the camera. Yeah. That probably hurt for Joe Rogan. It'll probably hurt the camera guy, too. Well, he hit the lens, not the actual camera person. Well, yeah, but there's a guy holding the I camera. Understand. And so, you know, depending if he was using the eyepiece or if he was using the monitor, I don't yeah, know what yeah, they yeah, use. Yeah. yeah. You know, that probably Anyways, wasn't fun it was for dangerous. him. On Brock's he shoved part. a couple of the friggin' security guards too. Yeah, one guy shoved them back. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, oh, not a security good. guard. I think it might have been uh, one of the people in uh, uh, Cormier's camp. Oh, really? Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, Brock, you big old bully. Um, yeah. So I guess you know the obvious question is we're not a UFC. I don't really care about uh, the well, UFC. Let's talk, fine. About the, well, the, let's talk about the UFC aspect of it first because that could inform the wrestling aspect of it. Yeah. As well. 
So MMA Fighting is reporting that, according to the USADA, Brock Lesnar has re-entered their uh, drug testing pool mm -hmm. and will be eligible to fight again after mm -hmm. he's finished serving the remaining six months of his suspension for his previous failed test. In January of 2019, mm -hmm. uh, Dana White also confirmed after Cormier's victory that, quote, the process has started when asked about Lesnar re-entering re the testing pool. Um, and then uh, ESPN's Arash Markazi reported via Twitter, Brock Lesnar will be cleared to return to the UFC by January 2019. Conor McGregor is expected to return by then, too. ESPN's deal with the UFC begins January 2019. I'm sure this is not at all coincidental. Yeah. They're bringing everybody in they can to make a huge splash for UFC on ESPN. Um, so, with all that in mind, Lesnar uh, headed back to the Octagon, which we all thought was going to happen anyways. Um, he's still holding that WWE Universal Championship. Mm -hmm. What does it mean for everything? Do you think it means it's obvious he's dropping at SummerSlam? Because I don't. Because here's the thing. He will be a SummerSlam. He will have a defense. I think he will win. I think... Uh, here's. I, w I wonder from WWE's perspective if they think there's a, an extra layer of legitimacy if they have their Universal Champion win or lose, you know, enter the octagon as... WB champion contend for the UFC heavyweight championship and then there's story options for mania next year I don't want Lesnar to hold the belt till mania next year I assure you that but uh, he holds in that belt till mania so if he beats Cormier which probably isn't going to happen mm -hmm. um, for the heavyweight title then whoever beats mania is really going to seem like a huge deal because not only are you beating the uh, WWE uh, Universal Champion. You're also beating a UFC Heavyweight Champion. I don't know if yeah. Dana White's going to be into that. Yeah. Um, that's another aspect to consider. Or if he loses in January, then you got the storyline of, oh, Brock's not uh, the beast that uh, he comes off as, potentially. There's storyline options if they keep the belt on him through his UFC fight. And from a marketing perspective, it'd probably be great for both companies. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with anything you said. Uh, number one... Brock has a lot of leverage right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, and I think that because of the nature of Brock, sort of, he doesn't need to be full-time anywhere, obviously. No. He doesn't need to be full-time in WWE. He doesn't need to be full-time even in UFC. I know there was a time when it was, you got to pick one or do, you know, pick one or pick the other. But given that you know WWE right now as a business seems to be doing actually better than the UFC, we see this reflected in the TV deals that they both received, um, and the WWE came out on top. Yeah, and you look at the pay-per-view numbers for the UFC, and they're kind of sort of going down. It would actually benefit both the UFC and the WWE for Brock to be a a do a, a two-sport champion, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, so I agree with that, and I think that both Dana White and you know Vince, Stephanie, whomever would probably see the value in that. I think there was a time when Dana would have looked at Brock Lesnar and said, no, you, we want you to be our cash cow because if you're going to be champion, you know, we don't want you going over to WWE and possibly getting hurt. Well, number one, I don't know if there's a match that Brock's going to have in WWE these days where he's going to get hurt because mm -hmm. he just doesn't work a style that lends itself to getting hurt. In, the way I see it, there's only one title defense he, he will probably have sadly, between now and Mania, and that's going to be a SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. He may have a match at Survivor Series. If he's fighting in January, there's no way he's having a match at the Rumble. Yeah. Um, regardless yeah, of when his yeah. fight um, would be in January, yeah. whether beginning or end of the month, doesn't matter. He's not going to defend at the Rumble. Mm -hmm. um, 
but you know i was thinking too that if they if they use uh, uh the horsewoman versus horsewoman match potentially as survivor series as, as a headlining match mm-hmm. you know maybe in their mind from a marketing perspective they don't need the universal title on that card so yeah. long as so say for example lashley wins at extreme rules takes on brock at SummerSlam. they put on a good match uh, uh brock retains yeah it's conceivable we won't see him again until the build of mania yeah no i i agree with that i think it's a shame too and i think Personally speaking, I think it's a sham because I don't really I don't know that these days and I know Meltzer spoke has has spoke on this relatively recently that Brock isn't really a draw right now for the WWE. However, with if he does and I don't personally I look, man, I don't know a whole lot about the UFC. I know Cormier is fantastic. It seems like the only guy he hasn't been able to beat is John Jones. And every time John Jones seems to be on the juice, I which is a shame. I always felt that John Jones like. Me and Hilton, we used to, you know, we, I remember seeing John Jones' first fight, you know, sitting at Hilton's house. And, uh, Wait, who? Luchando's house. No. And, uh, sorry, who would, however you want to refer to him, the guy that's sitting over there working our live stream poorly. Well, first of all, there's nobody sitting over there, so apparently you've been watching all these UFC. He's saying you don't exist. UFC fights with an, ima- with an imaginary person. I know, he's crazy. Anyways. You're um, crazy. Did you just do the jack-off sign? No, I did this. Oh, I did this. I'm like, wow, that's a turn. That Marty that's a turn Skrull. for you. Marty Skrull did that at the G1. He came out, and he's calling everybody wankers and doing that. That's funny. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, so, but here's, but here's the thing. I mean, yeah, it's, it's great for WWE to have a high-profile UFC fighter. I don't think he's going to beat Cormier. I mean, I just – Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to happen. based on – I mean, Cormier, he's, he's, he's a multi-division champion. Yeah. He's got to be the favorite. Um, I would think so. Brock. Brock's last looks, fight against Mark Hunt yeah. was terrible. Yeah. It was just him. And it was a smart strategy fight on his part because he was trying to avoid getting knocked out. Yeah. Because that was always sort of the knock on Brock is that his chin isn't all that strong. Yeah. Like, if you have a really good striker, yeah, yeah. he'll knock you out. But he beat Shane uh, Carwin, and that was Carwin's thing too, right? Yeah, yeah. But that was sort of Brock at his peak. I think he probably yeah, lost pre, a bit. that was pre-diverticulitis. Yeah. yeah. So, um... But even before then, like, he could get knocked down. Like, I think he'd yeah. been knocked down. It's just yeah. he found a way to, to win. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, it'd be something else if he won the, the UFC title. I know. I was just going to say, he, he he looked like he was a good four or five inches taller than Cormier and probably outweighs him by 30 pounds, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if But that that's matters. not the end-all, be-all UFC. I, don't know I remember if that matters. Hoist Gracie destroying people that weighed twice as much as him in, in the early days of the UFC. face ripped off. Never happened, man. I think that did happen. That's all rumors. face got ripped It was all rumors, man. like, oh. All those rumors. So, anyways, yeah, I mean, uh, for one thing that for one thing that's sure though is that it really does elevate whomever eventually at some point in life takes that universal title off Brock. Maybe Brock will just buy the belt and make it his belt. There you go, the Brock title. Yeah, that's good. Let's get to these super chats. We got a lot of them. Trey Saunders, five dollars. Just want to show my support while I get in at the gym. Absolutely love the show. Club sandwich club. club hashtag sandwich hashtag chest club. day. It was chest day for me too. Zach stole but two dollars. Does Larson enjoy the event of pre-jism? It just happens. But do you do you, do you enjoy it? See, I'll give that one a nay because you're right. It, it just happens. It just happens. So there's not really an enjoyment aspect to it. I don't believe. Like I'm enjoying other things that's going on at the time. Yes. Do you agree with that? Yeah, that's fine. yay for that. That's fine. And so nay enjoyment 
but yay enjoyment other stuff. Sure. <laughs> uh, uh, original an, name. Original name, $5. First time I get notified, y'all going live in this 15 minutes before my eight-hour shift. I'll be sure to watch the VOD. Thank you. Corey Smith, $5. Morning, friendos. Good morning. Steve just wanted to tell you that you would absolutely love the Cow Palace. Neon signs and pics from the 1950 rodeo days everywhere. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Man, when's APW run another show there? I don't know. I am going. I'm there, man. Oh, Dr. Hogwash, $2. Adam effing mayhem. That's uh, right. Yeah, get the F out of here. H champion. It was a great day. A great day. Michael Flowers for five dollars says mayhem wants Lesnar. No, he doesn't. Tom Fox, uh, two dollars. Larson should have turned heel and two sweeted uh, mayhem. I mean, you essentially did. We're, uh, you'll see in episode four. Why didn't too sweet anybody? Oh yeah, no. You know what? You know what's funny is that I actually thought that too. I thought that would have actually been a perfect time for your too sweet reveal, but spoiler alert, didn't happen. Yeah, uh, I thought of it too late. Sean Trana, two dollars. Thanks for the popcorn. You're welcome. Uh, the real wait. Well, yeah, you're welcome. No, you're welcome. Well, it depends which me. money you use because I gave you some money to buy popcorn. The real too. rich hardesty, two dollars. Missing belt, worst case mayhem. HBK HBK style photo. Uh, ew, that's no good. That's no good. Uh, Iconic Bud Ryan, five dollars. Uh, feels like Takahashi versus Dragon Lee took years off my life. Just walking, watching. Thank God, friendos have a real champ. Unlike WWE. Congrats, Mayhem. Uh, Trey Saunders, two dollars. MMA is fake. Pro wrestling is real. You kind of pointed that out when you said, and oh, I agree I with see, you. Uh, UFC is becoming a lot more like boxing. Yeah. Or is more sham just, fights. Well, it's more about the spectacle and try to uh, improve buy rates and stuff Dude, like that. Dude, I'm sorry, but they had CM Punk on their show, what, like less than a month ago? Well, they had him on there twice. Sham fights. It's sham fights now, man. It's like a stuff about bum fights. Rob Punsalen, uh, $5. Hey, friendos. Ordered my shirt sticker combo uh, the day you announced the online store. You guys aren't the best. You're the slayest. Hey, that's a great, great way for me to introduce. Oh, that's yeah. right. Promotion. We have promotion, ourselves promotion. a merch store. It's called thefriendomarket.com. Shirt, stickers, prints. Right now, take a look at that shirt. We've got the slayest shirt. Yeah. And sticker. It's how, all part of a pack. How uh, do we do we get more than 200 orders yet? Yeah, we're at 209. That means... I mean, I, we shouldn't. This is this is great news. That means we sold out. We've sold out of the, the of our original order of shirts. The reorder the reorder has been placed. It's on a rush. It should be here a week from today. All right, and then we'll immediately get back on those. Um, but uh, but yeah, and then today is the last day of the sale. I'm extending it through today. All right. Today's the last day. Right. $25 for the Slayest shirt sticker pack. It's $25. It's a great deal. Look at this. You get this. Put the signed postcard of us with our arms crossed and it's signed. Uh, you get the Slayest shirt. This is silk screen, screen printed shirt. This isn't like the glorified iron on stuff right here. Uh, on a good sort of lighter Gildan Ultra Soft cotton. Uh, and then we've got these stickers right here. Perfect for your laptop. Your, or if you have like a shell on your laptop, it's good for that too. Look at that. They or the your, your thing. water receptor. Going in raw logo right there. And then the slow wolf pack sticker right there, which could be a shirt unto itself. So uh, yeah, friendomarket.com. Go check it out. If anybody places any orders uh, during the rest of this show, I will read them out loud. Let's get through these last uh, group of super chats here. Go on to our next story. Kendall Heard, $5. Can finally catch you guys live. Thank you for the great content, friendos. Thank oh, wait, you. You forgot Mr. Dope, $5. Oh, I did. I'm sorry, Mr. Dope, $5. A guy right behind me at G1 got knocked the F out. 
And right after, his friend got choked by the same guy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Man, that's rough. Were you sitting sitting by Minoru Suzuki? He said, I laughed at the moment, but I hope they're okay. <laughs> Me too, man. Wow. Mr. Dope, you should have dropped a Spanish fly in whoever was the instigator. There of that. you go. Starship paint. Austin Luff, $2.79. Hashtag Team Bullet Club. Martin Garcia, $2. Does it, is it me or does Kona Reeves look like Takahashi? He looks like a dollar store version of Takahashi. Yeah. Takahashi's a beautiful man. Kona Reeves is not. Uh, Alto, if, uh, $5. If I score you guys a pair of tickets for a Lucha Libre event in Santa Rosa, would you come? Depends when. Yeah, it kind of just depends on the day. Where, how far is Santa Rosa Bay Area? Yeah, it's like 90 minutes. All right, cool. Joseph Dietrich just put in an order. Wow. For the slayest. Uh, Jason Spann, $5. Should Brock try and rip a face <laughs> off at his <laughs> next <laughs> MMA match? Also hope you guys are having a real good day. It'll be true then. It, the, the, the stories. All the rumors really and stories will be, be true. true. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about Hiromu Takahashi. So uh, we were at uh, Clash at the Village 3. Um, preparing for Adam Mayhem to win the H Championship. Going Raw Invitational. Yes. Um, shooting some content mm-hmm. for Friendo Road. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, well, you were hoping that Joey Ryan was going to win the, the H Championship. Yeah, I know. Um, and we saw the gif online of the spot that apparently hurt Hiromu Takahashi. So, uh, uh, I guess it's called the Dragonplex. I've only seen this move, actually. We see it in the video game. Is it the drag dragon plus? Oh, or sorry, the Phoenix, Phoenix plus. Phoenix plus. Yeah, Phoenix plus. My 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 apologies. Um, uh, I I've seen Kota Bushi do it in mm-hmm. one of the matches I watched a yep. while ago. Otherwise, the only time I've ever seen it is in the video game. Yeah, because it looks incredibly dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, when Kota Bushi did it, he made sure that the person's head was securely tucked. Yeah. throughout the duration of the move. Whereas in this instance, uh, uh, Takahashi kind of his head got free, and so he pretty much landed straight on his head mm-hmm. like this. So it compressed his head down. Yeah. Um, so uh, shortly after that, I mean, he finished the match amazingly. Um, but shortly yeah, afterwards. Was so Evan, oh, look at this. Carlos uh, Davalos. What? A slayer shirt. Um, yeah. The, so the match, we haven't seen it yet. We're, so we watched, we both watched up until um, up until that match. Yeah. After this, we're going to wrap. We're going to finish watching we're gonna, it. Pack some orders and we're packing some shirts and and, yeah, finish watching the show. Maybe we'll do a recap after. But apparently, the match was fairly short after that. It was just the finish. Yeah, matter of a couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Then he collapsed backstage. Yeah, that was the word we got from uh, Melser. Was he collapsed backstage and was taken to the hospital? Mm -hmm. And then uh, he reported, "quote The original belief was that he suffered a broken neck from that spot." Um, New Japan issued a statement this morning about Takahashi's condition, saying, "quote." Hiromu Takahashi has been hospitalized after suffering a neck injury while facing Dragon Lee in the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship match on, on Saturday night's G1 Special in San Francisco. It is reported Takahashi, after the match, uh, was immediately taken to a nearby hospital. He is currently undergoing a thorough evaluation. Takahashi is conscious and is able to sit and talk. So that's good if he's able to sit up. That is good. That's Stevie good. Bradley, the Enforcer, just bought a Slayer shirt. Awesome. Order. Thank, Thank you, you Enforcer. Much. <laughs> this does look it, you know what's funny is that on my Twitter feed I seem to have um, I don't know either muted or just I, I'm not really tuned in to the general sort of horde of, of people who are anxious to say oh New Japan is too dangerous everybody's breaking their necks and this is too dangerous and WWE's better because nobody breaks their neck over there and although I think that's an extremist viewpoint to take I, I from what I understand because I've, I've seen a lot of tweets 
that sort of backlash against that. And they say, I'll, you know, get it, get out of here because accidents are accidents and they can happen. Mm-hmm. But you do have to ask yourself, you know, I'll, I'll put it this way. If uh, we got out of the, 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 the clash of the village three without having looked at any spoilers. And I found out that uh, Takahashi broke his neck and which still isn't confirmed. Yeah. Um, but something happened. Uh, and I told you, Hey, somebody messed up their neck real bad. Uh, during uh, a match at the Cow Palace, who would your odds-on favorite be? Probably Hiromu Takahashi. Probably, or like Osprey. Um, yeah, but he was in a tag match, so I wouldn't think he'd go quite as far. They see, they do seem to let them take more risks with their bodies than the WWE does. There was a little mini discussion this morning um, initiated by one of our uh, friendos, Juan Carlos, who's mm-hmm. the master of all those memes that he mm-hmm. has. Um, <laughs> and it was impressive how quickly he he started doing the memes Juan following Juan Mayhem. Very impressive. H title win. Yeah, a terrible win. Oh, great. Sham. Sham champion. Um, no, legitimate. <laughs> sham champion. Uh, and uh, and he, he, he asked Meltzer, he said, you know, is, is, is the WWE, is it a softer style, you know, less prone in? And he says, you know, oh, people yeah. get more busted up. Or he says people still get busted up. But David Starr, who's a terrific wrestler, mm-hmm. uh, said, tweeted uh, with regards to that, something along the lines. Lance Arm had a good little thing. And, and uh, David Starr said, you know, I'd much rather take, get into a strike-heavy match. And we've talked about this before. Curious about it. A strike-heavy match than... Uh, like a WWE style match where you're taking bumps, you're still taking bumps. Mm-hmm. Bumps seems to be the thing, yeah. you know. Is if you get if, if you know you do a bunch of chops. Yeah, yeah. Like people who fight Walter afterwards, their chest is all ugly. But that all, from what I know, there's no long lasting effects to your chest getting all bruised. No, you know, not like you know, drop being dropped on your neck. Well, Lance I mean, Storm this past week, I think in response to I forget in response to what. But he said, people, can we please stop bumping on aprons? Yeah. Because it's that's going to add up over time. He was talking time. about uh, apron bombs specifically. Apron bombs, yeah, and exactly. I think that's the thing is when you take bumps, you know, that's the thing that adds up. And, and whenever you're, you're doing high-impact bumps mm-hmm. on the ring or on the apron or on the floor, it's going to add up and it's going to increase the chances, I would think, of just something going slightly wrong. And, and, every and, and, single and you're risking injury. ticking time bomb singles match high profile one anyways, which there's four or five of those a year. I mean, over the past 12 months anyways, seem to feature him doing these crazy and nobody seemingly backstage says, Hey, you know, dude, I don't know how old he is. Probably mid twenties, late twenties. You need to stop that. If you're going to live, if you're going to walk, I mean, we all saw what happened with Shibata, Mm -hmm. you know? So I don't know at a certain point, when do you say, Hey, maybe we should just like reserve these for, just Wrestle Kingdom if you're yeah, going to do yeah, it. Yeah. Otherwise, and I, this, honestly, I think this was more of a botch than him doing something wildly crazy because, I mean, it just seems like he either slipped out of it yeah. early because it's supposed to be like a bridge, right? And that one's yeah, supposed yeah, to be? Yeah, you're supposed to keep your the, the I, I, I believe, the person's head kind of tucked on your shoulder mm-hmm. or kind of, you know, on your shoulder, kind of like a muscle buster a little bit. But even with the muscle buster, how many times has Samoa Joe done that move? Oh, I know. Thousands. Yeah. I know. Botches, and, botches. And as far happen. as we know, he never hurt anybody the entire time he's ever done that move. And just that one time. And I look at, I look at Will Ospreay when he almost broke his damn neck. Um, Doing the, uh, the Spanish last fly. Yeah, Dominion, yeah. The Spanish fly with Marty Skrull. Oh, that was, before, that was at uh, uh, New Beginnings. Oh, was that? Okay, okay. Yeah. 
Um, and I look at that, and it's like, I mean, that's the kind of thing that could happen on 205 Live. They do Spanish flies all, all the time. All over the place, there. yeah. Um, so I'm not, like, just saying that. But, you know, New Japan does have, I remember when I first started watching, I was like, oh, my God. The, and this, the funny thing is, they don't need any of that stuff. They don't need any of it. Because, like, if you look at the last uh, Omega Okada match, which, you know, according to at least the Wrestling Observer himself and maybe even myself and maybe you. Greatest match ever. Might have been the greatest yeah. match ever. There wasn't a whole lot of, like, really dangerous no, neck things no, look, going on. Well, no. No, there wasn't really a whole lot of high spots, per se. Right. Storytelling. It looks like Kenny and Cody reserved all their high spots for their G1 <laughs> match. Right. Yeah. No, Cody's going to be out for a little while. Yeah. Um, I mean, it wasn't nearly. It's funny because it wasn't nearly as. Uh, as risk heavy as the uh, Omega Naito match from the G1 oh, the last final, year. Oh, no, which was literally like the just the story was we're going to drop each other in our head and neck as much as we can until yeah. someone can't get up anymore. Yeah, so it would just—I'll put it this way: it would be a shame for the company if they're in the middle of this amazing run, this U.S. expansion, which is wildly successful. Mm-hmm. And something tragic happens, like, you know, what if a Shibata thing happened now mm-hmm. where his career literally ended? I mean, Takahashi's mm-hmm. probably a big part of their future plan. Oh, yeah. Oh, Omega yeah. tweeted that out as yeah, such. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. He said he's a big part of the future plans. Um, and it's obvious why. The dude is freaking one of oh, my he's, favorites. He's immensely talented. He's just nothing yeah. but energy. He's so unique. He's got tons of charisma. I mean, part of... Part of I think part of what makes him enjoyable is the 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 the, the bit of recklessness. I want. I mean, I, I think there's an air of unpredictability. Yes, that that is inherent in his character and his in-ring style. Mm-hmm. Recklessness isn't the right word. Unpredictability is the right word. Um, that adds to the enjoyment of his work. Mm-hmm. That I don't know. I just. But tell me you don't look away when he does a sunset flip powerbomb. Oh, to the but I look, I look away whenever that happens. <laughs> yeah. Even when Gargano did the Ciampa and he did laid him down as gently oh, as possible. Oh, it was as gentle as... You no, know, I had a hard I had, time watching that the, too. Uh, yeah, I had a hard but time But Takahashi's not doing anything gentle. No. You know, I mean, I'm sure that he's, you know, he's a pro wrestler. He goes out there to, and he he's a professional. Yes. He's a professional. But man... There's this danger inherent in that move, period. Yeah. Regardless who's delivering it. But then, you know, like uh, I was reading, I think it was, I think it was cage side seats... Who does the winners and losers? Is that Bleacher or Cage Side Seats? I don't remember. I forget. It was the winners and losers of uh, the, and it ran down all the matches and gave them grades and everything. And it said, you know, in in, in their recap of the uh, Dragon Lee Takahashi match, they said there are at least five spots where the, those could have been career enders for Takahashi. And that might be a bit of an exaggeration. I think in every singles high profile Takahashi match, there's. A couple well, that feel like they could be true with this feud. Cause I, with this feud, especially, I, I feel yeah. like yeah, the, the, I get excited and terrified every time. Yeah, they, they fight. really take it to another level when they have a match. Real quick, uh, we'll get right back to the Sebastian Rooney, Anthony Jaramillo, uh, Aaron Price, Sergio Castaneda, and Matthew Laija. All slay wow. shirts. Wow! Look at that. Friendofmarket.com. So um, let's let's touch on a couple other bits of news from the G1 special. Yeah, we yeah, have, yeah, yeah. Uh, Both of us. Just by happenstance, stop watching at the same exact moment. It seems yeah, that like. was weird, man. We've been hanging out way too much. I guess so. Um, so we've only seen uh, up through the Young Bucks versus Evil and Sonata match. So a little bit of spoiler alert here. Yeah. yeah. We're going to talk about what's, what actually happened. Well, a little bit, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the major news coming out was the Takahashi injury. Um, uh, uh, kind of a bit, it seems like, of a, a Bullet Club reunification, but also a splinter group. So at the end, so Kenny, again, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about what actually happened. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Cody. Uh, Kenny won. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Cody was cool at that. Yeah. They seem unified at the end. 
uh, Cody is taking some time off to do some sort of TV project. Yeah, apparently. he keeps hinting at something. That's why he had to lose the blonde hair. Yeah. Um, and then there's, yeah, uh, the Tamatonga, uh, Tongaloa, and then King Haku uh, apparently are the, the uh, have the... They kind of seem like they've, they've... The seeds of a new faction. Seems like it. Firing Squad. Firing Squad. That's and they great name. laid everybody out. That's a great name, man. Yeah. That's terrifying. So, I mean, uh, the prospect of getting a Kenny Omega, Tomatonga match at some point down the line yeah. is really intriguing. Perhaps at the, uh, the next show, U.S. show they announced, September 30th, back at the Walter Pyramid in Long Beach. Yeah. Maybe that's when we'll get uh, Tomatonga versus Kenny Omega. That'll be after the G1 concludes. But right Pyramid. before... Gotta bring like a butt cushion. Yeah, that, no, they're all bleacher that, seats. For that venue. Well, no, if you get, I think the ones that are kind of... I wasn't even in a bleacher, man. I was in a... Was it metal? No, no, no. I guess it would be considered yeah, a bleacher. Yeah, bleacher. Yeah. But you, weren't, no, you weren't in bleacher. Yeah, I was. Where I was. You had a seat. I didn't have a back to my seat. Oh, you didn't have a back no. to your seat? I was in a bleacher as Did well. Did you have like a little bowl seat? like an actual No, it was just... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought you had... No, no, no. Oh. The, I think just the seats in the middle oh, okay. were actual seats. Because I think the row like across the aisle from us had seats. Oh. But we were kind of in the corner, so we just had bleachers too. No backing, huh? No. Oh, boy, yeah. That's yeah, I had to get up and walk around it. Well, the U.S. title <laughs> match, I got up and walk around. For like, like one of the a couple matches towards the finish, I just went up to yeah, so the I did top. Too. Rain so and I did Sandra do. out there. That's what I did do because I had to stretch the back out. Um, also, kind of uh, somewhat uh, involved in all this, um, it was just announced that Flip Gordon is going to get an NWA title shot <laughs> yeah. at uh, an upcoming Ring of Honor show, so that could be his way into Does All In. Does that mean all this isn't going to be All In? Maybe. That'd be a bummer for Aldis. That would be sad for Aldis. But then again, we thought Cody was going to pick up that Ring of Honor title, too, at the last yeah. show. Yeah. But now that he's taking time off, I guess it's obvious why not. Yeah. Why he didn't, sorry. Um so maybe they're just doing this match to put the thought in people's heads. Oh, this is how Flip's going to get uh, on All In and then have him lose. Yeah. Because they're making a huge deal about all this being All In. I know. So it'd be a bummer if he wasn't. Well, maybe, hey, maybe he's still All In if he's not the NWA champion. Could be. I mean, if once you sign to have a match, maybe that doesn't matter. Maybe, that maybe they'll make it a triple threat or something. Maybe they'll make it a triple threat. I mean, I he, he has to have a rematch, right? Yeah. 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 All right. Maybe that'll be it All In. Could be. Who knows? Um, let's take some super chats here. Chandler Black, $2. Roman versus Jinder or CM Punk versus Brock in UFC. So I guess would you rather see that UFC MMA fight between Punk and Brock or Roman versus Jinder? Hold on a second. Roman versus Jinder or CM Punk or versus Brock? Or are they Brock? both prospective MMA matches? I don't want to see CM Punk versus Brock. No. So yeah. Roman versus Jinder it is. Uh, Kellen Moore, two dollars. Love, love. Well, what I like gender. Yeah, I do too. Love what y'all are doing, friendos. Thank oh, you very thank much, you, Kellen. Kellen. Gary Smith. Picture. Gary Smith, five dollars. Only saw the GIF. Couldn't watch anymore. Hashtag it's get rough. well, Hiromu. It's yeah. rough. Yeah. Ryan Sanderson, five pounds. Favorites to win the G one. Great question. So you got to assume that Kenny's gonna be carrying that belt all the way to Wrestle Kingdom, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so you you can't discount where the he's idea. going to win. Yeah, the ace wins or the champion wins the champion at wins. Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> so you get there's the usual suspects. You got Tanahashi, Okada, Naito. Yeah. And then you got the story with the Bushi. Mm-hmm. So you got to expect one of those four probably to win the G1. Was Kota Bushi at the G1 special in San Francisco? Mm-mm. Oh. Hmm. I don't believe so. So I think it's got to be Kota Bushi, right? It's got to be Kota Bushi. See, here's what I'm thinking. Great. 
It would be great, and I hope that. And there's no. Here's the thing: they got to pull the trigger on that now because Kenny could be Gonzo. This is what I'm thinking. I could be way off because I don't know if. Because I don't know if Kotobushi signed a, a full-time deal with New Japan or if he's still technically a freelancer, and all that would play into their plans whatsoever. Yeah. But you know, traditionally, uh, if you're the champ and you don't win G1, you defend the title at King of Pro Wrestling against someone who beat you at the G1. Mm. Um, so what I can see happening, because uh, Kenny did an interview a little while back talking about um, how he's in the same block as Kota, so they're going to have the match at the G1. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he is going to be at, well, I can, he said in his mind, he always pictured the rematch. They'd, they'd fight again. It's something huge like Tokyo Dome or something yeah, like that. Man. So he didn't know if he can go full bore, you know, go all the way, fight, you know, as, as, as intense as he does now against Kota Ibushi if it weren't on the largest stage. So that could already be him saying, I don't know if I can do everything I need to do to I'm win that match. Doing the job against my bestie. Yes. Yeah. Which um, would set up a match for them at King of Pro Wrestling for the title, mm-hmm. potentially. Um, that way, I mean, I, I would prefer to see it at Wrestle Kingdom. I think it'd be fantastic. It's got to be at Wrestle Kingdom, man, because they haven't, they haven't even come close to pulling the trigger on whatever Naito's redemption story is going to be. I know. Lost a freaking tag match. Yeah. So I don't really know if it's going to be. It seems too him. soon to do Kenny Okada 5. Yeah, it does. It I know does. Kenny, I think he said he wanted to do a program with Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see them going down the route. Maybe it'll be Naito Okada at uh at wrestle kingdom in a re because they fought at wrestle kingdom yeah Last in year, a yeah. rematch yeah. but obviously not for the title naito goes over and that starts off as naito reborn be. thing it could be um i think i think kota bushi kenny omega at wrestle kingdom would be absolutely perfect you know i'm sure i, I wouldn't be surprised at all if kenny re-signed with new japan I oh think yeah i, I they treated him it. like a million bucks and all that kind of stuff if wwe brings out the brinks truck then who knows maybe you know, some guys don't care about that kind of stuff. I feel I, I kind of feel like Kenny's the kind of guy who might not care about the money aspect of things as long as New Japan treats him well and gives him enough. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, maybe that's all that matters. Who knows? Maybe who knows? I don't know. I'm yeah, not, I don't know. I'm either. not in the dude's head. Yeah. But that being said, what a terrific finish to whatever that story might be. Yes. Um, if look, my tree's moving again. That's so weird. Yeah, got the you got a moving tree in your backyard. Uh, w Vang 0013 $5 with Brian's contract ending on September 1st and New Japan playing have another US show on September 30th what are the chances he shows up um, Daniel Bryan versus the New Japan roster is money if he for whatever reason doesn't re-sign with WWE that will happen Oh yeah, he yeah he that's that's where that's he's could be, be Kenny versus Daniel Bryan main event in Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, flaming five dollars. Should Vince uh, or Triple H strip Brock Lesnar Universal Title, retire the title, make a new Raw main title, uh, also in a UFC match, Brock versus Punk. Oh, Brock. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, he outweighs, even, at this point, he I think he outweighs Punk by like a hundred pounds. Yeah, pro, at least. Um, no, I don't th- look. Okay. So if it's me, yeah, I don't want, I, I'm just not interested in Brock. That being said, he was like one of the most hashtag trending searched things on social media, on internet because yeah, of his on UFC Saturday, appearance. Yeah, yeah. So of course you want your title on that guy. Yep. Of course it, it's dumb, but of course you do. If yep. contractually it works out, then exactly. of course you want that. And Seth and, or sorry, Dolph is now the, the top champion guy on raw. But I mean, I mean, I haven't been a huge fan of raw lately, but between, you know, Braun carrying that money in the bank contract 
And uh, also, they put the uh, women's title on Ronda Rousey. They, they yeah, they've been pushing. They've been pushing that super heavy. So, and they seem to have. You know, Ronda went into the UFC Hall of Fame, I believe, mm-hmm. this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, WWE's cool. They're going and doing that. Like, I, I feel like things between WWE and UFC are probably. They understand that there's. While they probably share a lot of the same audience, and they do, I believe, kind of consider themselves competitors to a mm-hmm, degree, mm-hmm. Um, I think they understand that there's a lot of money to be made with accommodating each other. Yes, I think so. You know, uh, Jason Jimerson, $2. Hey, Steve, when is the next Four Lights podcast? Uh, with where we, we're Probably we're going to record it uh, Thursday night. Um, and then it'll go up. Uh, we might do We might record it live. I don't know. We got to figure out all that stuff. But we're aiming to, we have a scheduled this Friday night to record it. We might do it live on the Friendoville channel, uh, which means it would go up VOD like th- uh, Saturday or Sunday, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Awesome. But soon the plans are in place. Uh, Lego, $5. He just says hi. He says sup. Hi. Uh, Jason Hicks, $5. King Haku versus Kenny Omega. Yeah, man. Haku delivered a heck of a pile driver at a G1 special in USA, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, he did. Uh, Joe Barton five. Look at this! What an idiot! What? Out of mayhem, sends me a picture of that picture that I showed earlier, <laughs> and he says, "Have a great day." Have a great day, Adam Mayhem. Congratulations! I'm changing my freaking phone number. You can deal with that guy from now on. All right, fine. I don't want to deal with him anymore. Uh, Joe Barton. I don't even get my phone number. Oh, oh. so annoying. Hmm. Did you give it to him? Joe Barton, $5. Just a quick plug. Check out Rocky Mountain Pro Wrestling on twitch.tv slash Rocky Mountain Pro. Thank you and keep being awesome and real. Cool. We'll do that. Arthur B. Hill, the I second. I love local wrestling. Me too. Arthur B. Hill, the second, $2. Ordered a Slayus pack the first day ETA on it. We packed about 60 orders uh, on yeah. Friday. And then I started again from like the most, like the ones that were first ordered. So the first. Uh, by the end of today, the first hundred orders will be at the post office. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just drop them off on my way home. Um, so yeah, they, those, those will be going out with any luck. Like the first 200 orders at the very latest will be delivered by next week. All right. Um, I'm going to make that a goal of mine. So we'll see the first, what did I say? 200 orders. Yeah. Minus maybe a couple of the double XLs. We ran out of those really quick. Yeah. A lot yeah. of hosses out there. Um, you want to talk about Matt Hardy and uh, the Young Bucks? They have history. They well, had a match. We got two more super chats before oh, we do all right, that. Sorry, sorry. No, you, you didn't even see it. Uh, Stogie Mahalo, uh, five dollars from a longtime friend of the awesome Friendos duo. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Thank you. And Alto, two dollars. Any plans of going and raw doing their own wrestling show? No, 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 no. We are not promoters. We uh, were. It was very gracious of Virgil Flynn the Third yes. Productions to uh, let us coordinate some of the promotion stuff. Uh, and then you know, let just us have film us, there. Let's be involved, even just yeah, exactly, a little bit. yeah. So we, we try to be as fly on the wall as possible. Right now, we've got sadly enough, but we do have our own champion, Adam Mayhem. Oh, I mean, this hates champion Adam Mayhem, fantastic, a worthy holder of the H title. Debatable, no, debatable, no debate. No debate. He you won, know. didn't he? Uh, again, you know, he won. Not really sure that was due to his own. I prefer guys. Who can win due to wrestling acumen? Well, he wrestled due to sound strategy. I don't know, man. I feel like he sort of just landed. He just sort of... No, he had a plan. That was obviously not his plan. Oh, winning was his plan, I guess, and he did it. So, or finding a way to win with his plan. And he hard, did it. Hard to argue with that, I guess. All right, next. Uh, 
So uh, the Young Bucks, you know, as is uh, customary following their match. <laughs> this is our weekly non-news segment. Yeah, now. kind of. Um, uh, had a pros- post-match press conference mm-hmm. um, following their match against Evil and Sonata. And it says something a bit interesting. I don't know what prompted this response. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, Justin Brasso on Twitter was attending this conference and uh, put it up on Twitter. Um, this is what Matt Jackson had to say. Quote, how cool would it be to win the WWE Tag Team Championship belts and not even have to perform on the show? That'd be pretty cool, but a very impressive feat. Yeah. Uh, Matt Hardy responded again on Twitter saying, quote, what are these fantastical fancies that you speak of, Bucks of Youth, September 1st? And uh, there's a picture of of the the leaders of worlds next to the young Bucks all holding their respective titles. I mean, it's not going to happen, but it'd be great if it did. What are the odds right now? Zero. Zero? Not even a 2% botch? No. They accidentally show up. No, it's not going to happen. No? No, WWE's not going to allow that. Come on. WWE's trying to pull people off that damn show. They're not going to add their own massively over-deleter of world, deleters of worlds to that show. Um, We don't live in a perfect world just yet, so that's probably not going to happen. No. But you have to appreciate Matt Hardy doesn't give an F just tweeting out on anybody he wants to. So, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Joe, oh, I'm sorry, no, another Dylan Turner, Dylan five dollars. Any United Kingdom wrestlers you want to see in NXT UK that weren't involved in the shows a couple weeks ago? Yes, the prestigious local hero yes. Joe Hendry. Yes, <laughs> uh, I like Grado also. Grado's good. Yeah, um, all the people, everybody they've announced for World of Sport, I really like because uh, they've announced those two. They've announced um, Viper just today. Oh yeah, um, Piper Niven. Yeah, she's great. Uh, she's really good. Um, and they've announced uh, Osprey, but obviously he's in. I'd love to see Osprey in WWE. Um, and forget who else. I think there was one more that I'm missing. Oh, okay. At least okay. one more okay. that I'm missing. Uh, Joe Barton, have you noticed? Oh, I'd like to see. Uh, I'd like to see Jimmy Havoc. That'd oh yeah, be that'd be interesting. I, it'd be interesting to see how he would fit in. Crazy, yeah. crazy dude. Yeah. You know, Joe Barton, uh, twenty dollars. Oh wow. Uh, Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Geez. Wow. Thanks. 20 bucks. Have you noticed when the IC title is on raw and universal title is absent? Ziggler is always intercontinental champ and putting on amazing matches. He did this with Luke Harper back in the day, which I consider a highly underrated rivalry. Yeah. They had some good matches. Really good point actually. Yeah. Um, One last story before our raw preview. Apparently Fondango is hurt. Steve. This is a bummer. It is a bummer. This is a bummer. So on Sunday, Fondango tweeted, quote, see you guys in six or so months. Well, six to question mark. And then shortly thereafter, WB issued a statement announcing that Fondango would indeed be on the shelf following a surgery scheduled for Tuesday for a torn left labrum. Mm, that's in the shoulder. Yes. Yeah. Left. So that's a bummer. Yeah, that is a bummer. We won't see his, uh, his crotch thrusts. No. For half a year now. I can look at that gif oh, it's for great. days and days. It's that great. one day when he just went overdrive with oh, it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> um, maybe, look, man, here's the thing. They haven't really been doing a whole lot with Breezango on TV. They got moved over to Raw, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, I don't know. They weren't really being used on SmackDown either. No. Um, so I, I'm not sure if he'd want this. Tyler Breeze can put, you know, I really want to go back and watch that Jushin Liger match. Oh, Tyler it was good. Breeze. I remember that match. It was good. Um, he could put on killer matches. Yeah. I don't know if he'd want this. 
but maybe put them on 205 Well, Live. you posed the question to me before we started. Would you rather be on Raw and never be on TV or rarely be on TV or, or be on 205 Live and be on the show pretty consistently? If they, and again, here's the thing about Tyler Breeze. And we, and we got a chance to interview Breezango. Oh, they were great. And they were great. And they both, they both, number one, Fandango, that dude, his potential. I'm not sure if, if a rebrand at this point um, would be possible given how ingrained he is in that character. I know. But in terms of looks, size, build. Personality, charisma, and sense charisma, of humor. Chari- charisma off the damn charts. And he's surprisingly large. He's yeah, like no, six, he's three, a big dude. Six, yeah. Three, he's probably a big like dude. 240. That dude had limitless ceiling. Again, maybe it would take a release and a rebrand on the independent circuit. And then three years later, and re-signed, come back. Yeah. maybe it would be that, yeah. but that dude has everything. Yeah, he does everything. Tyler breeze, a little on the shorter side, which, you know, obviously they never really gravitate yeah. towards yeah. for the big titles, but maybe a, a bit of a rebrand for him on two Oh five. I feel like if he goes to two Oh five live, yes, yeah, slight rebrand, give him a, a few months. He can be built up into a potential, uh, not cruise, so much cruiserweight of a comedy. Champ. Yeah. Not yeah. so much of a comedy, not so much of the, the Tyler Breeze with the selfie stick stuff. Yeah. You know, maybe focus on... I mean, the thing about him is, again, you know, when we just had a chance to shoot the shit with him, so much charisma, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Put him on 205 Live, give him killer matches, mm-hmm. and then, you know... Bring go him, from there. Yeah, go from there. Yeah. Just a thought. Just a thought. I mean, that's the one... That's the one... Maybe there's some silver lining. You never want to see a guy get injured, but maybe there's some silver lining with Fandango. And you don't want to... It'd be a bummer to see Tyler Breeze just get put into another tag team that's not going to really go anywhere. Oh, I know. I know. You don't want to see him land like Chad Gable treatment, you know, like where all he does yeah. is job to people. Um, but maybe, a, you know, a, you know, being gone for six months and then having a big return, uh, maybe that'll do something. Maybe that'll kickstart Fandango. Maybe Breezango. I would like to think so. Yes. Uh, let's see here. More super chats. Yes. And then we'll get to our raw preview. Uh, Lego. We can't stop here. This is Bat Country. What is that from? I have no idea. Me neither. King Drew, five dollars a whole day with Daniel Bryan, or a thousand dollars each. Uh, a day with Daniel Bryan. Yes, one hundred percent. Because I can get him to say into the camera, "This is Daniel Bryan. You're watching Going in Raw," and that translates to money. Yeah, maybe. Matt Dale, sixteen, two dollars. Taco Bell or Del Taco. Del Taco, Taco Bell. Del Taco. Taco Bell. Del Taco. They're, they're their own beasts. It's like saying with you, peanut butter or almond butter. You always say they're their own things. Well, I mean, I well similarly, I prefer the taste of almond butter over peanut butter. I think you do though. I do. Yeah, this idea in your no, you have this thing in your head that I'm some sort of contrarian as like things to be different. No, yeah. I actually prefer the taste overall of almonds more than peanuts. Therefore, I like almond butter more than peanut butter. That's just what it is. I have an open mind about my nut butters. You do not. Uh, no, no, mine have had almond butter. It's boring. It's not, it's not boring. Yeah, man, it's totally It's boring. slightly it's so expensive. Yeah, it is it's expensive. It's stupidly expensive. It is expensive. Well, you got to pay for quality. Uh, Flame Inc., $10. Uh, YouTube Wrestling Fatal 4 Elimination. Simon Miller versus El Fakador. Yeah, from uh, WrestleTalk. Okay. Uh, versus Adam Mayhem versus Ross. Uh, who wins and who eliminates who? Also, Cultaholic is invading WrestleTalk. Really? Those bastards. Leave my WrestleTalk guys alone. I mean, I'm going to pick Adam Mayhem because he's my guy. No, man. Here's here. Let's see here. Uh, I'll say uh, Ross wins. Mayhem is eliminated like instantly. Like he gets in there. He said he like 
starts gyrating towards the crowd or something, they toss him over immediately, right? It's not a battle royale, it's elimination. It's elimination, fatal four-way elimination. Yeah, pin or submission. Oh, okay. He gets in there, super kick from Simon Miller. This is basically, yeah, uh, so he's eliminated. Adam Mayhem's eliminated. Um, and then Ross takes out both Simon Miller and El Fagador. No, I got to go with El Fagador. El Fagador wins. No, Simon Miller wins. All right. They all win. The fans win. You just want Adam Mayhem to lose. Yeah, he definitely loses first. Dylan Turner, $2. WWE just tweeted AJ versus Nakamura set for tomorrow. Interesting. Uh, Lego, $2. Uh, Lego, $2. It was from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and now I remember it. I have not seen that movie since it was in the theaters. Oh, really? I've seen it once. I read the book. When's the last time you saw the movie? Oh, a long time ago. Yeah, I just saw it in the theaters. I saw it in the theaters, and I saw it on DVD a few years later. Oh, yeah. Does it stand up? Seem I mean, I, my reaction to it was the same as I saw it in theaters. Yeah. I thought the book was funnier. Oh, okay, yeah. There were some jokes from the book they didn't put in. I don't think I've ever read any Hunter S. Thompson stuff. That's the only book he has ever read. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, raw preview time. This is, of course, direct from WWE.com. Verbatim. Yeah, because we love reading their little copy for each item. I'm, I swear, dude, I'm so close to starting up some WWE.com digital division fanfic. This, this, uh, a this, day in the life. Yeah, this stuff. I mean, like, like immediately if, they start off with a pun. <laughs> potty crasher. Get it? Yeah. Not a party Not crasher. Party crasher. Potty. Because obviously Braun Strowman and he Kevin destroyed Owens. a port of So potty. I'll start with this one. Yes. Kevin Owens, Braun Strowman's not finished with no, you. Now do the voice. Braun Strowman's not finished with you. Sorry. After becoming a target of the monster among men, KO found himself in a foul predicament when Strowman trapped him inside a portable toilet and knocked the potty off the stage. It was gross. And judging by Owen's expression afterwards, the incident stung more than his nostrils. Continuing on, there's a second paragraph. Yeah. Mr. Monster in the Bank tends to stick his, to his prey like a great white shark in a Steven Spielberg flick. I'm assuming they're simply talking about Jaws. Yeah, it's a roundabout way of saying Jaws. <laughs> or perhaps more appropriately in this case, like flies on you know what. That's poop. I'm assuming they mean shit. Poo-poo. Expect more of that signature Stroman destruction at KO's expense this week. That's only the first preview. Yeah, I, I, I neglected to put the, the first paragraph in the next one. I should have. Oh, no. You truncated it? Yeah. You editing well, here, bastard. Go to the doctor is in and I'll go and retrieve. Okay. All right. I will read ahead. the doctor is in again another two paragraph well one paragraph and one sentence here we go the doctor is in unknowingly Sasha Banks and Bailey sorry were... that's why I, I neglected to put it all because it's three paragraphs yes anyways continue <laughs> unknowingly Sasha Banks and Bailey were forced to attend wait unknowingly they totally knew where they were going yeah were forced to attend oh crap you just did oh I messed thing. you up yeah uh, we're forced to attend friendship counseling together this past Monday night with the returning Dr. Shelby, who invited the former besties into the friend zone for some honesty theater. To the doctor's surprise, the boss and the huggable one might be even more combustible than the duo he originally brought together several years ago. Team Hell No. Will we see any progress from Bailey and Sasha this week, or are the one time BFFs even worse off? Than before, I, I suspect it's the latter. Yes. Uh, next, one versus all, but mainly Bobby Lashley, 
Whether you consider him a proud fighting superstar or simply overconfident, you have to admit that Roman Reigns would have fared better against the Revival this past Monday night if he had tagged in his partner, Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. We can all agree on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, already battle-weary after teaming with Seth Rollins against Intercontinental Champion Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. Reigns refused to tag in Lashley during their match against Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. Top guys who sought to prove they earned that moniker in a rematch against the warring partners. This is the longest preview. The merciless revival ultimately got... This This reads like a Star Wars scroll, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. The merciless revival ultimately got themselves disqualified, and when they continued the brutality after the bell, Lashley literally turned his back on the big dog. Reigns and Lashley are set to go one-on-one for the first time ever a WWE Extreme Rule based on their recent history. Don't be surprised they get a little impatient Monday night. Uh, oh, I get the last one too. No apologies. Hey. After Constable Baron Corbin didn't get the apology he wanted from Finn Balor Monday night for their tag team failure the week prior, the pair took their rivalry to social media. And following a intensely personal back and forth in which Corbin called into question Balor's toughness and even his in-ring accomplishments before WWE, Raw General Manager Kurt Angle made Balor versus Corbin official for WWE Extreme Rules. Now WWE's first Universal Champion will have a chance to prove what he can do, sorry, can truly do when he battles the Constable. Again, a Star Wars scroll. (laughs) Will Balor bring the fight to Corbin before their newly sanctioned match? Or will Corbin use his authority to help the extraordinary man? Extraordinary man. That's how it is, right? Mm-hmm. The extraordinary man at bay. Extraordinary thing. Yes. Yeah. That is your raw preview. I feel like it's a whole lot of spinning wheels again. Sort of the problem not having a universal championship. I know. Did they say anything about Dolph Ziggler and all that? Uh, they mentioned him briefly in the Roman Reigns Lashley thing. He's the only guy with a title. I know. Uh, Super chat. Dylan Turner. We'll get a couple of questions. Dylan Turner, $2. Uh, oh, no. Already we got, got that, that already. Uh, good luck with that. Uh, $3. Yeah. Five superstars you would put in 205 Live to build it. Tyler Breeze. Superstar, like main roster guys that we bring down? Uh, he wasn't specific, so right. uh, anybody. Let's say from NXT and, uh, yeah, it's Tyler Breeze, Chad Gable. Yeah. I'd bring those guys yeah. from Maine. Yeah. Um, from NXT, God, I hate to say it, but probably Johnny Gargano. All right. Right? Yeah, probably. Not Ricochet, though. He's so good. No, no, no. There's a line. I'm not going to cross. Um, oh, that's three. That's three. Um, Will Ospreay. <laughs> Will Ospreay, Dragon Lee. There you go. <laughs> uh, Brian Jankowski, $5. I'm still mad that Kane squashed Balor. A demon versus demon match would have been huge. Yeah, that would have been good. Uh, uh, Lus is... Lucy the Beast or Lucy the Beast. Yeah. Uh, top five signees if WWE did another. Oh, we kind of did something classic. like that. We can use a lot of names we just used. Dragon Lee, Osprey. Dragon Lee, Osprey. Pentagon Jr. A completely healed and slightly more uh, 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 careful. Reflective. Yes. <laughs> Takahashi. Uh, Pentagon so, Jr. Girl. No, Ray Phoenix, too. Let Rockstar Spud. Uh, there you wrestle. go. Uh, delete $2. I just pledged to Patreon at $20. He's so ready for Matt Chat. Del, uh, that was De, Delangelo Stokes. Stokes is a great last name. Yeah. Homo Stokes. You know what Homo Stokes is from? No. He was the, he was the opponent from uh, uh, Oh Brother. 
Oh, okay. Homestucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Uh, um, questions. Oh, yeah. Let's do some questions now. As usual, I put these up on Twitter, and then you'll read from chat. Correct. Not to be confused with chit chat. Boy, that's going to be obnoxious. He's so obnoxious. Only for you. He just tweeted out. He just friggin' texted me another friggin' meme. Good. Isn't he supposed to be like in school right now or something? I don't know. God, he's so annoying. Who just does that? Hello, darkness, my old friend with well, a picture I mean, of me. You're having a hard time with that. What things, a jerk. Man. I hate our champion. I hate him. I don't. I think he's the best. I'm sure you do. You were. You never had a problem turning on me, throwing me under the bus. 20 some odd years of knowing I mean, me. the worst thing I've ever done to you is farted next to you or making a hamburger. It's not that huge of a deal, man. Get over it. This is the new worst thing you ever did to me, by the way. This now eclipses farting oh, okay. next to me. Well, then I'm incredibly proud of it. <laughs> Uh, Broken Matt. Hey, friendos, if you like Viper, then check her mini doc, Fight Like a Girl. It's Viper getting ready for her match at stardom against Nikki Storm. Ooh. You know Nikki Storm? Mm-hmm. Nikki Cross. Mm-hmm. The stardom Women's Championship. That's interesting. That's cool. I'll check that out. Uh, let's see. Um, Gary Smith, $5. Always enjoy the Monday stream. Now time to get in the gym and get jacked. Get jacked. I tried to get jacked this morning, too. Yeah, man. Did you get jacked? It was chest day. Man, you know who's super jacked? Brian Cage. Yeah, he's massive. We got to see him backstage. Oh my God. Yeah, Jack. He's massive. Let's call him Jack Cage. Uh, Jonathan wants to know who's Adam Mayhem's next challenger for the H title. I don't know, but I really hope that whoever it is, uh, he freaking loses it. Uh, Adam Nuttall, two pounds. Oka's new gimmick, New Japan, New Japan yay or nay? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know who Oka is. He's one of the young lions. What's his new gimmick? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. YouTube.com forward slash the wrestle dude. Um, which would have been a worse thing to happen? Vince Russo booking the first ever women's Royal Rumble match. Um, oh, God. I think probably that. But he also said maybe not because this is bad. If the match between Sting and Jeff Hardy at Victory Road went the time it was originally supposed to. Probably that because one or both of those guys could have been horribly injured. Yeah. Even, look, even without Vince Russo back in the day, the WWE did really bad yes. things with the women's division. Yes. So I can't blame all that on him. Uh, Raymond Bostaff, cruiserweights that you could bring back in a time machine for 205 Live. Wait, what now? Who? Wrestlers you could bring back uh, in a time machine for 205 Live. So great cruiserweights of previous eras. Uh, Juventud Guerrera. I'm just trying to think of the WCW. Dean Malenko. Oh, there you go. Number one, Dean Malenko. Imagine Dean Malenko versus Drew Gulak. Oh, man. Man, technical masterpiece. They'd both be the Dean Malenkos of the Cruiserweight division now. Uh, Harry Flynn wants to know if we knew that Kurt Angle had a squash match against Roderick Strong on SmackDown in like 2004 or 2005. Oh, I didn't know that. Didn't know that. Richard Ely, $2. Hey, guys, do you own any replica belts? Have a good one. Um, uh, Alto gave us a replica. Uh, over there. World big Heavyweight gold Championship. We got a big gold yep. belt. Now uh, Adam A.M. has a replica H title. By the way, big shout out to penultimate Tommy Wiseau. Yes. I hope you're happy. You're the one who started all this by sending us that H title in the first place. Uh, Mike Adams, when are we getting real Ellsworth, uh, James Ellsworth, rather, versus uh, Adam Mayhem for the H title? I don't know. Isn't That's, he signed with WWE now? I don't think we can yeah, do that. But like then it. isn't he still like doing indie dates? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Jova wants to know, other than the 2K games, 
What game would you want to play with Xavier Woods on Up, Up, Down, Down? WCW versus NWO World Tour. Portal 2. Oh, that'd be good, too. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be good. Remember when, uh, we, did, when we did the entire co-op for Portal 2 together? Yeah. It took us forever to do it that last one. It took probably three times longer than it It took it us really two hours to get that last one done. I know. I kind of want to try that with Lacey on the Friendoville channel, oh. but um, I'm not sure. We, we'll probably be there way too long, and it's just I can't take that kind of like people in chat. Like, you idiots, what are you doing? Uh, uh, Jordan Schwartz, I have loved what The Miz has done with the Intercontinental Championship. Do you guys think they will put the WWE or Universal Championship on him anytime soon? Hmm. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Like I would not be surprised if by December of 2019, the Miz will have gotten some sort of run with the WWE championship. Yeah. If Brock, if they end up, if WWE ends up saying, you know, enough of you Brock and just take the title off him, you know, whatever at SummerSlam, he drops to Roman or whatever. Yeah. And then he just goes along his way. That would probably open up things a lot more, you know, for that title to, to change hands. It wouldn't surprise me if they put Miz at the top of their plans mm -hmm. for some big heel run at some point. Uh, Gary Smith, $5. If Brock keeps the universal title and takes it to the UFC, which title should WWE bring back as top title on Raw? So for the sake of this question, let's say universal championship is what I thought it should have been from the, the beginning. Yeah, Just a, a top title for the company defended once a year at SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. um, they should bring back the, the winged eagle title. And I don't know, name it something, just not WWE Championship. That'd be cool. That's what they should do. No, I like that. What would they call it? The Global Force title. Uh, global. They can't use Global because Global Force Wrestling now. Did you hear that StarCast cut a deal with Global Force Wrestling to broadcast a lot of the events from StarCast? Oh, no, I didn't see that. I'm not sure how, what Global Force Wrestling, what role they're going to play. Well, will it be on their network? It. Oh, maybe Global Force Network. No, because it was a Jeff Jarrett. Julio Rangel just placed an order for a Slayer shirt. Thank, Thank you, Julio. Um, Jeff Jarrett's the one who like announced it and everything. Uh, does he still have something to do with Global Wrestling Network or is that just impact? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Oh, my God. Liam Wagner just posted this long conspiracy theory about the H title. What? Here's my conspiracy theory for Virgil Flynn, the third fallout. Larson knew that Adam Mayhem didn't have a chance against Joey Ryan. So he called in a favor from Brian Zane to have Leva Bates help Adam Mayhem. Zane calls Steve to make it seem like he heard about the going in raw invitational and wants in Steve with his hasty decision-making and thinking that Leva being part of the competition makes it harder for Adam Mayhem to leave H champion agrees to agrees to have Bates part of the match and Larson acts surprised and angry that Steve made such a decision. But Steve doesn't know that Larson set it all up. So that you're, you're reading too far into us, man. We are you're not. You're giving me way too much credit for being smart. <laughs> and a good actor. Yeah. No. No. Ooh. I didn't see this. Hayden Jones asks, did Tomatonga have the deepest crotch grab ever? Crotch grab or crotch chop? Oh, when he... Yeah, so he grabbed his crotch at some point. Oh, maybe I didn't. I, it must be at the end because I didn't. Maybe see it's it. at the end. Hmm. All right, Alex Payne. If you were to, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? Me? Yeah. 
That's a tough question. Yeah. I have no idea. I'd be like a palm tree because at least you're in nice weather. Oh, that's a good point. You could be on the beach. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Can I be a palm tree next to you? No. (gasps) Really? No, you can be somewhere else. What a bummer that is. I'm going to be an oak. I want to be up in Northern California, like further up north north from us. 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 (laughs) North from us. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Jason Lewis, do you think the size of the upcoming TV contract will make WWE consider reducing the house show schedule? You would love to think so, but probably not. No, that's one of those vestiges from wrestling's past that I don't think they're going to get rid of anytime soon. Because, yeah, because Fandango got hurt at what? A house show. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's going away anytime soon. Keith Roberts, $5. Thoughts on Jericho recently saying on Cornette's podcast that Randy Orton is the best wrestler alive, said he's better than him, better than everyone. I think that's fantastic. I think that's great. Um, I mean, he's probably a much more informed about things than I am. And that's, you know, an opinion that I would probably put a lot of weight behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not my favorite to watch, but that definitely puts into context uh, Chris Jericho coming to Randy Orton's mm-hmm. defense mm-hmm. against Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. That, 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 I like that. That's cool. Uh, uh, Steven Sakari has AJ secured himself a spot in the Hall of Fame after only two years. Yeah, because WB Hall of Fame doesn't actually just encapsulate your WB career. It's your entire wrestling career. So what was the question? AJ what? In the WB Hall of Fame already after just two years with the company. Oh, pff. yeah. He, he Without even being in WWE, he could have been in the Hall of Fame. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Mike Tobin should Braun cash in at a UFC event <laughs> hell yeah that'd be amazing that'd be great anyways we gotta go thank you everybody for all your orders we're gonna be spending the rest of the day packing those bastards yep. up yep. sending them on out into the ether into the world where you guys can then wear them correct Who? But how did Adam Mayhem get one of those Slayer shirts before like anybody else and then he taped my face up what what the, what kind of what kind of partner are you to be ha- okay with that? Well, I mean, going things, in raw is not fine. Things happen, man. Going in raw is not. I don't know fine. anything about that. Anyway, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for all the super chats and all your support. We appreciate it. Friendomarket.com. Last day of the sale tomorrow goes up thirty bucks. Yep. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.